Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in Sparky's Midday Madness as we continue to talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers and this mess that is Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. All right, guys. So look, I'm going to give you the phone number, okay? In the last show, the big show, we did, do you think the Packers mishandled the Rodgers situation? Do the games against the Nets mean anything? Not to get name against the Nets. Do you think Rodgers will play for the Packers this season? We were going to talk Bucks Nets. We never did. So those are the two Packers topics we did. You want to hop in on either one of those, feel free. Have at it. Be crazy to go away from Packer talk at this point. And I, I understand that. So 414-799-1250. 414 but I got something else for you, too, to, to, to consider. I'm curious about this. Because this happened yesterday on our show with a caller uh, that led off our show yesterday. We didn't do it on the big show today. Maybe we'll do it later this week. But he said that he was a Brett Favre fan 13 years ago. Side with Brett, didn't side with ownership. And it got me to thinking... What side were you on as a Packer fan for the Far v. Packers situation? And what side are you on now? Were you on the player side then? And are you on the player side now? Were you on the Packers side then and the Packers side now? Or are you like him who flipped? First time players learned his lesson. This time he's on the Packers side. Are you finding yourself 
in the same boat as you were the last time with Favre versus the organization as we are now Rodgers versus the organization? Or because of what happened last time, have you changed your mindset on how you're approaching this one? Can't believe we're even in this situation again, but we are. So I'm going to throw that question out there to debate as well. So if you were a Favre guy last time and were against Ted and McCarthy, are you a Rodgers guy now again, this time against Goody and LaFleur? Or maybe did you change over the last several years as far as how you look at the situation, player versus team? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM, the fan. Let's go to Roger in Cudahy. You're first up on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Roger? Well, Sparky, you know, that's an interesting question. Uh, and I want to get on to uh, another point. But I I don't know what Rogers is demanding, meaning we're at a stalemate now. I mean, the whole issue now is if he's even going to reenter negotiations. I mean, but the negotiations for me is everything. So I don't know what the Packers would have to do in order to keep him here. So I'm not. I'm on the side of the fans. Um, back. To, well, the reason I called is, and I want your take and others on this. Um, the path that Rogers is pursuing, meaning what he's pursuing now, um, can it appears to me that. Um, if he cares about his legacy, um, that might be represented by a totally different concern and pathway. Meaning, if he's pursuing what he's pursuing now, what does that do Nothing. to his legacy? Nothing. What the only thing it does, Roger, to his legacy is to us Packer fans, we look at him differently going forward. But as soon as he wins a second or third Super Bowl somewhere else, when people talk about Aaron Rodgers, they'll talk about his greatness. They'll talk about three rings. They'll talk about him being considered one of the greatest of all time. Will he come up in conversation? Probably. Is it going to bring him down as far as the greats of all time? No chance. Okay, what about this, Sparky? Let's talk about the GOAT. Because if, in fact, he leaves, it is he not welcoming a closer comparison to Brady. Brady left sure. the Patriots, and he won a Super yep. Bowl. If Rodgers leaves and doesn't win a Super Bowl, he would have been better off staying here. You are he now always could have said yes. They didn't give me what I needed. One thousand percent correct. One thousand percent. Thanks for the call. That that's a great point, Roger and Cutter. Hey, nicely done. He's right. We had Alfred Williams on earlier. If you missed it from 8.50 uh, AM KOA Radio, uh, go check it out, bigshownetwork.com, or just rewind on your uh, odyssey.com app. Go back. Hour two of the show, former Broncos defensive lineman, highly entertaining, very funny dude. But but he he was talking, ah, Rodgers this, Rodgers that. Rodgers right. If, if Rodgers goes to Denver, they're going to expect a Super Bowl like they got with Manning. That's going to be the expectation. And not only will there be pressure on him, Vic Fangio's old behind, he's going to have pressure on him too because he's going to be expected to take them and win a Super Bowl because now you got a quarterback. 
You didn't have a quarterback before. We tried to give you this young kid lock. It's not working, you know, early on in, in his career. But now you got a Hall of Famer. You better figure it out. We said, Gary and Leroy and I talked about, I think it was Gary, hey, you don't have a Devontae Adams. Everyone said, ah, man, Cortland Sutton, he was hurt last year. We got Jerry Judy. We're good. So based on that, that's a guy that does sports talk radio in Denver. He wasn't even willing to concede that his receivers weren't as good as Devontae Adams. So the pressure that would be on Aaron Rodgers would be significantly higher than what it is here in Wisconsin. No questions about it. The pressure he'll get from Skip Bayless, Colin Coward, all the talking heads on TV, whether it's ESPN, Fox, CBS, NFL Network, whatever, way more pressure. Way more pressure if he doesn't get them to a Super Bowl. No question about that whatsoever. We always say that uh, we have a lot of mics that call in. I've got multiple Knicks on hold right now. Let's go to Nick on the north side. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness here on 1250 AM, The Fan. What's going on, Nick? What's up, Spark? Um, to answer your question that you just asked, um, I grew – I'm 25, so I didn't, you know, I didn't grow up in the, 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 the Sucky Packer era. Um, I grew up in the – basically, Brett Favre was the issue era where all he threw was picks, and so I hated him. Um, so when, when it was time to move on to a new QB, I, I was all for it. Um, but now I'm still all for um, us moving on. But I'm, I'm, I'm on Roger's side 100%. I think he needs to move on because, for one, the window here is closed. I have no, no doubt in my mind that the window in Wisconsin for the Packers is closed because Brady just came over in a year – literally got everything he wanted and went right back to the ship. Even even got the rest in his pocket. And if he has the rest in his pockets in the NFC, it's it's over for Rodgers. Like there's there's no way he's beating he's beating Brady. And so I want him to go to Miami. I think that's the perfect place um for him. They got all the everything that he need, a great defense, great offensive uh weapons, and it's kind of a troll to Tampa Bay and Brady. So I think that's that's where I want him to go anyway. But yeah, I'm on I'm on Roger's side completely. I think he needs to leave because the window here is closed and he needs another ring or two yes, to be legitimately does. in the conversation yep. of uh a Brady and the rest of the So Nick, if you're if you're willing to trade Rodgers at this point then then what are you expecting in return? I want give give us two a back and some picks, maybe two first. And then Jordan Love and Tua can battle it out right. um, for for starting quarterback and then trade the trade whoever sucks. I would think the Dolphins would do that in a heartbeat. Nick, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, I think the Dolphins, now again, they're not mentioned on the supposed list that Rodgers has of where he wants to go. That doesn't matter. He doesn't have a no-trade clause. Uh, but Miami's definitely a solid team. No question. And they're building it the right way. They've had a ton of picks. They've utilized them well. They, they added Waddle at wide receiver, so you've got that going for you. Uh, in Miami, uh, yeah, maybe I, I don't. Maybe I'm wrong about this. I don't think they're going to take a young quarterback in return for Rodgers. I don't. I, I think they're going to ride with Jordan Love, and maybe they take a player back. I wouldn't. I would want all picks. But if they are going to take a player back in this deal, I would imagine it will be on the defensive side of the ball. 
because that's where they need the most help. That's where they've been trying to improve for a decade. That's why they've been taking defensive players in the first round. It hasn't worked out. Everybody blamed Don Capers. Out he went. In comes Mike Pettin. Everybody blamed Mike Pettin. Out he went. In comes Joe Barry. Nobody liked the Joe Barry hire. So now we'll see how Joe Barry does with this defensive scheme. But that, that's been a constant issue. And again, they were top 10 in defense last year. They were ranked ninth. Vern in the dump truck. My guy, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Vern? What's up, General Spark? What's going on, buddy? Man, I, I feel the same way I felt with the Brent Farr issue. You know, go. Get on get on out the door. Go. The train is left the station. This is what you want to do. You go ahead on. What I would be happy to see is that the NFL institutes something, some sort of clause in every contract. You own the contract, you don't get no more money. You don't ask for no more no more money. Unless that team wants to pay you, you get out there and you perform. You don't, you get fined for it. I'm sick of these prima donnas coming in. It used to be running back. That used to be the thing with running back. They used to do the same thing Rodgers is doing right now. Now it's quarterbacks. And, I mean, quarterbacks have been doing it all along, but it's, it was more running backs back in the day. Uh, when uh, uh, Allen and and uh, um, and and, and uh, Rogers when they, when they were uh, running, Marcus Allen uh, and Roger Craig. Yeah, Roger Craig when they when they were out there. But you know, this thing here is 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 really petty on both ends. Now, if Gutekunst went to him and owned up to his mistake, that should just squash it right there. Man, let's go out, let's get a championship game, and like you like you guys been saying. Wherever you want to go, just give us this year and next. Wherever you want to go, you got it. You got it. We'll, we'll, we'll try to make it happen. But if it, if it doesn't happen, if they don't want you, then that's not on us. You keep on playing on Boy, me. he's not – you're not going to sell him that somebody doesn't want him. Like that – you could tell him that, oh, so-and-so don't really want you, and, and he's going to be like, you're lying. Everybody wants me. I'm a, I'm a future Hall of Famer. I'm an MVP. But you know what's but you know what's you know you know so smarky? It it just needs to end. I agree. Oh man, it needs to just end. And I, I believe that both of them came up and like you guys were talking about earlier, nobody needs to say anything. Nothing. As far as I mean Rodgers has to say is, Hey, I didn't say that. I never heard of that. I don't you think know, he's going to do that. I think he's going to get a match and light the house on fire. That's what I think is going to happen. I hope he does it. Well, then you know what? He does want to get out of it. If he does that, yep. he wants to get out. But you know what? He's setting up precedent for his own legacy. No. Well, again, again, I just don't know if that's true. Thanks for the call. I just the, the, the whole legacy thing only matters to Packer fans here or around the world. There's Packer fans everywhere. Who are we kidding? Right? Yeah. So it, legacy from your standpoint, maybe he ruins it. But do you remember how mad you were when Brett Favre walked out the door? Do you remember? Do you remember how mad you were when he's doing the Greta Van Susteren interview? Do you remember how mad, not not all of you, but those of you that were on the Packers side, do you remember how mad you were when he was trying to force his way into family net? Do you remember how mad you were when you saw him in a Jets uniform? Do you remember how mad you were when he came out in a Vikings uniform at Lambeau Field? You remember? We had barbecue at Maddie's Bar and Grill. People tossing jerseys into 
burning barrels. We had cars from EJ Salentine, I think was a dealership at the time. I think they're out of business now. Uh, and took sledgehammers and sledgehammered up, you know, used cars that were painted purple with a white number fours on them. We had $4 specials. We made the national news, for God's sakes, uh, the 530 national news for the barbecue back then. People were livid, livid, including Gary, including Leroy, including me. We were all mad, even with the Vikings. Fast forward. Now they put the dude in the Packer Hall of Fame. Is it a normal dinner? Mm -mm. Do they sell tickets to a stadium full of people to cheer him on? Yeah. Did they get all the tickets sold that they wanted? Yeah. Were there any booze? There were, I didn't hear many. Packer fans moved on. Packer fans accepted Brett back in. Open arms. Years passed. Aaron Rodgers forces his way out, gets traded, plays somewhere else. And I don't even think he'll play in the division, but plays somewhere else. Let's say he even beats you in a Super Bowl or beats you in a conference championship game. Years will pass. Everyone will forgive and forget and welcome him back into the Packer family with open arms, just like he did for Brett Favre. Sparky's Midday Madness here on The Fan. Steve Sparky Fiverr with you, talking about Aaron Rodgers. Why didn't know this? Have you changed as a fan since this happened with Brett Favre? Meaning, were you on the side of Brett back then and now you're on the side of the Packers this time? Jacob, our lead caller yesterday on Sparky's Midday Madness, said that he had changed. He was with Brett years ago, said he learned his lesson, and now he's with the team this time. So do you find yourself with the team in both situations? Do you find yourself with a player in both situations? Or have you changed over the course of time? Dial it up, 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 the fan or at Sparky Radio. All good ways to get a hold of the show. Let's go to Nick on the east side. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Nick? Nothing much, Sparky. Thank you for having me. Sure. Uh, a quick question. Are people really worried about the pressure that's going to be on Aaron Rodgers? I mean, they're worried about the legacy, the pressure, and that's all for him to worry about. I feel like the team always gets the benefit of that. I mean, they get the franchise tag. They get to pick the players in free agency. And, it, I mean, everyone always sides with the teams. But personally, I mean, I love when a, a player gets to flex a little muscle and show that the business doesn't run without me. Uh, so, yeah, I think that we got to calm down with all the pressure talk. I mean, if you play at any kind of sports, you know that pressure just comes. That's a part of the game, no matter what you play. But if you've played sports, you also know that different players react differently in pressure situations. Exactly. We don't know how Jordan Love will handle himself with what's about to happen to him. We don't yeah. know if he'll how he'll handle that. And Rodgers, I'm sure Rodgers will be fine, regardless of what pressure comes with his new team going forward. Jordan Love, on the other hand, is a big question mark. Not everybody can handle what's about to come Jordan Love's way. I, I would have to agree with that. So I was speaking strictly towards Aaron Rodgers' perspective. Jordan Love, that's a big question mark. Everyone has to see. I mean, but 
with, with Rodgers wanting to be out, I just say more good for him and the team should just move on. They, they got a hundred and some players they can pick from uh, going into training camp. Good luck. Yep, very good. Thanks for the call, Nick. You can dial it up just like Nick did, 414-799-1250. You can also tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan, Dan Plucker, will get your calls. Let's go to Travis in Milwaukee. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Travis? What's happening, Sparky? How are you doing today, brother? Doing good, man. It's a Tuesday, and uh, if they would have traded him on draft night, I wouldn't be stuck talking about Aaron Rodgers, and I got a feeling we're going to do this for the next six months to a year. Say that again, man. I don't know if my phone broke up or something on the line. What'd you say? I said I think we're going to end up talking about Aaron Rodgers for the next six months to a year, and if they would have traded him on draft night, this would have been done by now. Yeah, I know. I was looking forward to some of that Brooklyn and uh, Bucks talk, but that's okay. This is uh, this takes precedent, no doubt. No doubt about um, it. As far as to answer your question, man, football is an emotional game. You know, it's emotional being a fan. And uh, when Brett Favre came into the league, you know, I was 11 years old when he came to the Green Bay Packers. So it's not really the same situation for me because I grew up with Brett Favre. And fast forward to my mid-20s when he retired, I ain't going to lie, man, I I legit cried. I I cried for probably a few days off and on. I called in sick the next day. I couldn't believe it. Like my my childhood idol had, had walked away from the game, and I didn't really know what to do as a fan at that point. And when he came back to Green Bay for that family night, I remember there was a sense of relief. Like, oh, my God, he's back, you know. No, Travis. No, 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 hold on. I got to tell you. Yeah, your phone is breaking up on and off every other word here. Hold on a second. I'll come back to you. Maybe you're going to get into a better cell range. I'm assuming he's driving. Kevin in Delafield, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Well, how do you find yourself? The same as you were back when Brett Favre uh, decided to go through this uh, on the side of the player uh, or the team, or have you changed over the years? Yeah, so I, I, I my changed a little bit because I was a big Brett fan, uh, so maybe a little more jaded now. Um, but I, I think you can take be sympathetic and empathetic to both both party situations. The Packers also got to do what's best for the Packers, and Aaron Rodgers thinks he was disrespected. I think you don't have to take a stance either way, saying I'm I'm pro just I'm Packers or I'm Team Rogers. You can be both. I really think you can be. I don't think you have to say this is all Rogers doing or this is all the Packers doing. I think both teams have a perspective, and neither one is necessarily 100% at fault here. This is the thing, though. When we talk about um, who's at fault and who's not at fault, somebody is going to have to give up. It's something in all of this, right? So if it's Rodgers giving up and saying, fine, I'll report, he's going to give up. If it's the Packers giving up and trading him, he they're going to give up. The only way they both don't give in here is if Rodgers sits out the entire season and the Packers don't move him. Right. I'm, I'm talking strictly from a, a perspective of being empathetic in everyone's situation. At the end of the day, the Green Bay Packers will be around a lot longer than Aaron Rodgers. Doesn't matter how Rogers' career comes to an end with the Packers, it was going to come to an end. Yes. Not last Father Time. So I'm a Packers fan first, I'm a Rogers fan second. Same thing with Brett. But I think in this situation too, Packers have done Rogers some disservice, I think, and you can be empathetic to that. Yeah, I think I think I can understand that. Thanks for the call. And there are some people that are going to say he's under tra- contract, Kevin. I'm not empathetic towards anything. He signed the contract. He's making a ton of money. Play your contract out. Then if you want to go somewhere else, then go somewhere else or whatever the case may be. There is that group of fans that are going to say that. I don't feel sorry for Aaron Rodgers at all. Nope. He signed it. Played out. Zip it. We had that earlier. 
That, that, that same sentiment earlier in the show. And I think that same sentiment will continue to follow this storyline going forward. Then you have the other sentiment on this story, which is, well, the Packers screwed him. They, they, they never should have drafted his future replacement, similar to what people said about Aaron Rodgers when they had Brett Favre. They should have been trying to win a Super Bowl, uh, which is the same thing they said about the Packers with Brett Favre. I mean, all of the storylines are very similar to what people are saying about the situation. The only thing different is, is that Brett was threatening to quit and retire for like five years uh, in a row going up to this. And I don't believe during that retirement fiasco, he ever said, I don't want to play in Green Bay anymore. Like, I, I don't remember that ever being the case. Here, we haven't heard it from Aaron's mouth yet, but you have the stories out there saying he does want to play in Green Bay. He's telling teammates he doesn't want to play in Green Bay. That part of it is out there. We never had that with Brett, to the best of my memory. I, I don't remember that. I don't remember him telling them that, nope, screw him. I don't want to play there anymore. He was trying to force his way back into play the game at, at that moment in time. Jesse in Milwaukee, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness here on The Fan. Hey, Sparky. I, I, I've been, I'm 62 years old. I watched the Green Bay during good times, bad times, Bucks, Brewers, all of that. Sure. And but what, what, what's always changed, and, I, and I've listened to all the radio commentators who have come and gone, the unit, everybody else, all the Jim Pass, all, all of them. It, it, what I want to say is, what I'm finding out is, is that it is part of the media. <laughs> I think it's your job, actually, to keep the, the uh, I, I, how can I say this politely, uh, to keep the BS going, uh, to keep the fire stoked. Keep the, last year it was Giannis. What if he doesn't sign? What if he doesn't sign? What if he doesn't sign? And that stoked that fire. You guys stoked it really well. And every radio station did the same thing. Not just local, but also national. I mean, it, it, it's what you guys do to get us, the fans, uh, hyped and bought in. Jesse, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Uh, so, in your opinion, what 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 do you think is the job of a talk show host on a radio station. As far as like your, what, what my boss would tell me or tell Gary or Leroy or whoever. Exactly what you're doing right now. Right. Okay. He tells us, play the hits. Talk about what people are talking about and bring an informed opinion along with it going forward. That, that's that's the job. Can I say this? Sure. Yeah. I need to say that, that, that I agree with all of that. But consistency is important when you got – Long-term people who listen to you. For and sure. Consistency is important. Because remember, you're recorded just like everybody else is recorded. And Absolutely. Oh, oh, let me finish out, and then I'll, I'll hang up and listen. I'm not trying to run you off the radio. I'm disagreeing with you. Go ahead. Okay. Last Two years ago, when they drafted Love, everybody on the radio, especially this one, was like, what the heck? Right. What are you doing? Right. You gave up the well, whole season's know. draft to, to do that. Right. All, all the commentators. Yes. Now it's like, well, Aaron Rodgers is spoiled. He's sort of like it. About Brett Favre, he does it. And it's all about the team, and it's all about ownership, and it's all about business. I get it now. But I don't think a lot of uh, the average fan or younger fan understands that whole deal there. It might be more. A lot of people take this stuff serious that you guys say. Do you, do you think, Jesse? Do you think 
if for the most part, if you play, I don't know, five to ten years in the NFL, at some point the team will draft a player at your position to come in. Absolutely. Right. So every player or most players in the National Football League will have gone through what good old Aaron Rodgers is going through right now. In college, you may play offensive tackle. They're going to recruit more offensive tackles that may challenge you for your job at some point while you're at your four years at your school. Like from from that standpoint, that competition aspect of the position never changes. We blasted the organization for making those picks because I especially want to see them go all in once and try and win a damn Super Bowl. That there again was a situation where they did not. Okay, you're right. Let me say this then. That's what the average Green Bay Packer fan is asking them to do, what you just got finished saying. Right. Go all in. And they showed you Green Bay is about longevity business. It's Correct. Miller, you might be selling Miller Brewers or, or, or Heineken or whatever or, or Budweiser. But the, the key is to stay alive for the long haul. Not to win a championship, let's be honest. Absolutely. I, listen, I don't disagree with you. Thanks for the call. That was a very good call. This is the thing. The Brewers, similar type of situation, right? When Mark Atsadasio got here, he talked about, I can't, uh, I forgot how he phrased it, but pretty much he wanted to compete for the postseason pretty much every year. He wanted to be at that competitive level every year. Then at the trade deadline, if they needed something, he'd, you know, give them the assets or the, the money to go get whoever they wanted to. And they've been in LCSs and all of that since he's been here. They haven't been able to get over the hump to the World Series, but he's given them that opportunity to try and do it. They've unloaded the farm system in different moves. They've tried all of that stuff. In Green Bay with the Packers, you don't really see that as much, right? You don't see them empty out a uh, future year's draft pick or a couple years draft picks to move up to go get a home run a player, whether it be a pass rusher or a dominant cornerback or some of you want a wide receiver, whatever. They don't do that. Falcons, take that example because Gary hated it back when it happened. They give up all those picks to go up to get Julio Jones. Why? Because they had just lost to the Packers in the playoffs and they knew they needed more offense, so they went to get Julio Jones. Did it work? Did they win a Super Bowl? No. Did they get to the Super Bowl? Yes. But technically, it didn't work because they didn't win the Super Bowl. But they went for it to try and push themselves over the hump at that point. This Packers team doesn't do that. But that is not in their their blood. Just like it's not in the Steelers' blood or the Colts' blood. I mean, there are certain organizations that just don't believe in that. They'd rather be competitive. And I know what you're saying. Why? Why does it matter, Sparky? They've got a waiting list as long as, as, long as the country is at this point. Why does it matter? Even if they stink for three or four years, people aren't going to jump off that waiting list. People aren't going to give up their season tickets. It's not a supply and demand thing where they're afraid if they go bad for a few years, people are going to jump off the ship because that's not going to happen. I agree with you. But that has been the mentality of the organization for years. And until somebody not on the Ted tree gets into that position and decides that they're going to do it a different way, it's going to continue to be the mantra of this. And those that support the way they do things in Green Bay will simply tell you what they always tell you. Do you want to be Jacksonville? Do you want to be the Lions? Do you want to stink forever and never, ever be in the playoffs? You're spoiled. How dare you criticize them for not trying to win a Super Bowl more? That's what you'll be told. I've heard it forever. I always hear it. Every time you criticize them, same thing. You're spoiled. Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. You don't appreciate it. You could be sorry like us. Yeah, you're right. We could. 
But you don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback to compare this to. So you don't really know the seat that we're sitting in. The seat that we are sitting in is we know it's about to be over. We know the window's about to close. And because of that, knowing that we don't know how good we are going to be in the future, we being the Packers, need to get, need to go, need to get this done. Get one more. Get as much as we can because he's done. Who knows what the future holds? Maybe bad for 20 years like some of you think. Could be. Might be bad for two years. It might be right back in the playoffs and back up and competing for Super Bowls every year. We don't know. The unknown is why we've all wanted the Packers to do more, to try and go all in for a Super Bowl, while others, they don't want to take that gamble, which is fine. But that that's that's kind of the two sides of the story, I think. All right, continue to take more of your calls. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM The Fan. Tweet us at Sparky Radio. If you're on hold, you'll be in the next segment here on Sparky's Midday Sparky's Midday Madness. I can talk on The Fan. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM The Fan. See Sparky Fiverr here with you. Talking about Aaron Rodgers. Just asking a simple question. Take yourself back to when that Brett Favre situation happened. Were you on the Brett Favre side or were you on the team side? Now let's go to the Aaron Rodgers situation we're currently finding ourselves in. Are you finding yourself still on the player side, still on the team side, or are you finding yourself switching sides? 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Stephanie in Oconomowoc, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Stephanie? So when the whole Brett Favre situation happened, I found myself kind of more on Brett Favre's side and less on the team, but also it I didn't feel as affected. I think it, part of it was Brett wasn't as good at the time, so he it just seemed like he was kind of going off. And then you also have to remember that we had Aaron Rodgers to replace him, and and it was like wow, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be good, and and I think um, now. Just the way Aaron Rodgers has been behaving the last, like, three, four years with the arrogance and stuff like that, it just seems like I'm taking more of the side of the Packers because I'm just kind of tired of this um, this kind of whining prima donna act. It's, yep. it's kind of annoying. It really is. And, and watching him on TV and seeing his attitude sometimes is just, I'm over it. So it's like, you know what, if you want to leave, you know, more power to you, maybe it maybe it just wasn't working out here. And I think we you just need to go. Because I, I still am an Aaron Rodgers fan, and I still understand that he hasn't had maybe some of the, the weapons that he needs to get to or to get those other Super Bowls. But it's just, I don't know, at this point, it, there's too much drama. It's, yep. Just it's over. Yeah, there there is a lot of drama, and I'm with you. I'm sick of all the drama myself, Stephanie. I appreciate it. Thanks for the whole thing about maybe he doesn't have all enough. How many quarterbacks in the National Football League have had an all pro left tackle for a majority of their career? Have had a top flight running back and have had a top flight wide receiver for a majority of their career. Again, go back to that Sports Illustrated cover. How many of those, you have Driver, Jennings, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Finley, Rodgers, how many offenses have been able to put that type of talent on the field around their quarterback throughout a quarterback's career? How many? 
I, I think you can argue they underachieved in a big way when they had that talent level. They should have won way more than they did looking back at that team with all that talent. Should have won way more than they did. And, and they didn't win way more than they did. Let's go to Randy and Dousman. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness here on The Fan. What's going on, Randy? Yeah, hey, uh, Sparky. I just um, wanted to just make a comment. The Packers, when I was on Favre's uh, side and I didn't want to see Favre leave and um, was just really upset when he left. However, if you look at it, Rodgers had to sit four years behind Favre and um, before he got his chance to really play a significant role. And Rodgers told the Packers that he was going to be done or he wanted to play till he was 40. So he signed through being age 40. We draft Rodgers when he's 30, or we draft Love when he's 36. That's four years. Yeah, everything played out identical to Brett. Correct. Right, exactly. So I don't really see how you can't side with the Packers on this. It's like, I feel like they didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. Well, the funny thing is about all this is think about it from this perspective, right? So he was the quarterback that was the guy that came in, called Brett an old man or whatever he did, grandpa, whatever he called him. So you you go through all of that. You sit there, and he's looking over his shoulder maybe at you, maybe not legitimately but figuratively, looking over and seeing you and knowing that you're going to be the guy once he's done. Mm -hmm. Then you all have your falling out. You don't talk. You know, enemies, whatever you want to call it. Sure. Then you fast forward now to the last year or so. Now it's uh, Farvey and all this other stuff, yep. right? And all, well, all is fine in the world. But at some point here, Rodgers took a film crew, supposedly, went down there and shot a bunch of stuff with him and Brett for some type of documentary or whatever that they're going to have out at some point. I just wonder if at some point these two guys didn't talk about those times. And after Jordan Love was taken, if Brett just didn't say, hey, man, you're about to go through what I went through with you. Let me tell you what went through my mind and why you probably don't want to do this yourself. And laid it all out there. And then after he does the MVP year last year, Aaron and his brain is going, this is not going down the same way. I'm not going to let it go down the same way. I've been above board on everything I've done to this point with this draft pick. I haven't really ripped them, haven't really said anything. I'm treating the kid well, as far as we know, treating the kid well, all is good there. So now here's your chance to prove to me that you really do love me. Give me my extension. And they go to him to restructure. He says an extension. They say no. He says, okay, fine. And then a little while after that said, clearly they don't love me. Clearly they're ready to move on. So fine. Then we'll move on when I'm ready. And that time is now. You can have Jordan Love be your quarterback going forward because I don't want to have to go through what Brett went through with me. And that's where he's at. Yeah. And it sucks, but – I mean, he was on the other side of it. He knows and is friends with the guy that was in the position he's in now, legitimately the exact same situation, and right. they've had conversations, and I just think that he's done. He didn't want to deal with it. Thanks for the call. He Because the other part of this that's going to happen, and it may not happen with everybody, right? Everybody that is you know, a running back, and then they draft a running back, he comes in, whatever. It may not happen at all positions. Don't you think that if you were in his position or if you were in Brett's position, being a Hall of Fame type player, they draft your replacement, who's done nothing, obviously, in the NFL because he's a rookie. You know your time's coming that they're going to move on and go to this kid. You know what's coming. 
don't you think resentment at some point sets in towards that person, the person himself, even though that person did nothing to do this? That person didn't say, hey, draft me Green Bay when you replace your Hall of Famer. That person wasn't in the media trying to recruit the Packers to draft them. That wasn't happening. But yet, you find yourself resenting that person because of it. And I'm guessing, total guess, Rodgers doesn't want to be in that position. Doesn't want to be in that position of resetting the kid that he probably gets along with just fine and is good with and Jordan Love. But the other part of this is, those players in that locker room, when they see Jordan Love, they're still going to see Aaron Rodgers. And they're going to think of everything that went down leading to this point. Which is what happened when Aaron Rodgers took over for Brett. There were some people in that locker room that were madder than you know what that they still didn't have Brad Favre. And Aaron had to bust his butt to try and win them over to his side of the fence to be going in the same direction. One easy. And now Jordan Love's going to be put in the same situation. Now, is he up for the challenge? I don't know. But I got a feeling we're going to find out uh, sooner rather than later. Let's go to James in Mequon. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Hey, Steve. How are you? Good. Good Tuesday to you. Oh, good Tuesday to you as well. Hey, um, Gary, Gary touched earlier on this. This is bigger than Aaron. It's bigger than the Packers. This is, this is about the Shield, the NFL, one of the most powerful organizations in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about money, right? Sure. Nothing, nothing happens without their approval, Right. I don't know about that. I mean, if you want to trade a player, they're going to let you trade a player. I mean, the only situation I can come up with that's different than that would be the NBA where they negated a trade because they were technically the owners of an NBA team. Yeah, they're going to do their checks and balances, right? Yeah. But they're all about making money, right? Sure, every organization is. Yeah, Yeah. just just like forcing us to to get Amazon Prime to watch Thursday (laughs) night. Right, absolutely, yes. Right, right. And, I mean, at the, it's, this isn't about Aaron Rodgers being unhappy or or Green Bay being a dysfunctional organization and not doing them right. It's all it, it's it's a TV reality show. That's all it is. Oh yes, yeah, they're playing it out. It's it's about money. Yeah, look at they come out on draft day. They hijacked the draft, right? They definitely did. Yeah. Why? Really? They did. I, and again, Rodgers will say that it wasn't his deal, and you know and he was he was sad that it got leaked out and so forth when he was at the and, Kentucky and nobody, Derby. Nobody, nobody's confirmed it other than that little man on the four-letter network, right? Well, no, Mark Murphy. Now hold on, now Mark Murphy came out on the Packers website over the weekend and said that indeed they've flown out numerous times to go talk to Rodgers to convince him to come back. So Murphy himself said that this all has been going on. So that, from that standpoint, this is all going on. Now, Rodgers can come out and deny everything Murphy is saying, I they guess. They, but. Didn't go out there to, they didn't fly out there to get him to come back. They were, they were trying to extend him. No, 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 no. No, thanks for the call. No, no. So originally when they meet, as the story goes, we weren't there. But as the story goes, they offered, they wanted to restructure, guarantee some of his money into signing bonus money, whatever. Then he said, I want an extension instead and more money. They said, eh, not really. Okay, well, then I'm not restructuring. 
Then, fast forward however many weeks it was, he gets word back to the Packers and says, I don't want to be here no more. Trade me. Here's some of the teams I'm thinking about. Then is when the plane trips started happening out to California to try and convince him to come back. Then they offered him the extension and try to keep him to get him to stay. The reason why it's such a huge deal is, A, the cap hit is monstrous. It goes down significantly, though, after June 1st. B, obviously they don't think Jordan Love is ready. And nor should he be. Hasn't had a preseason, hasn't had anything to be ready at this point, coming off of uh, a draft last year. Neil and Bayview, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Hey, Sparky, appreciate you taking this, man. Sure. Uh, I, got a, I, I got a beef, though, with you, man. I, here's, fine. here's where I'm coming in at. He goes on Pat McAfee every week, right? Well, he did during the season, yeah. And and here's the thing. After 20, 30 minutes, I'm reading through the comments, and he's beloved by people that hate him. And now we're at a situation where the dude just wants to go and have a derby day. He doesn't want any of the smoke. And in my opinion, there's guys like, you know, Rappaport that are grabbing this and running with it purely for just getting speculation, talk, and ratings. Uh -uh. You're dragging him right now. No, I think they're dragging him. No, no, Neil, I, I don't think that's true. What, what, what is, what is Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter's job? What's their job? Well, they, they want to report what they hear, and, and, and of course, I get that. That's no, 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 no. Their job is to break stories. Their job is to get their network, whatever story it is in the NFL, whether it's a trade, a free agent signing, whatever. Somebody's about to be fired. Their job, what they get paid to do, is to be first with the story. They don't get paid to be third or fourth. They get paid to be first. Then, let me tell you what else happens. You have people around the league, right? Now, this is different than the NBA where Woj is pretty much king, uh, him and Sharania. But in the NFL, you have guys that are are guys with certain people in different organizations. Jay Glazer has his guys. Rappaport has his guys. Schefter has his guys. Within the organizations themselves. Then you have agents who have their guys that they talk to that are insiders or whatever else to put stuff out. Then you also have players that talk to certain uh, insiders that put stuff out there that they want to get out there. So these guys have stuff coming from all different angles when people want to get stuff out there and get stuff pushed. Did the Packers push that out? I don't know. Did Rodgers and his agent push that out? Don't know. They're never going to tell you where it came from one way or the other, but somebody clearly had the agenda to push it out when they did to get a reaction one way or the other on that specific day. They could have pushed that material out two days before that. They could have pushed it out a week before that because nothing had changed prior to that. I I totally hear you on that. I'm only saying, though, as as an argument, do you think you would have the people calling his integrity as a quarterback and what he does behind the scenes had this not, I think, I think it's just, again, I don't put this on Rogers. I think he would rather have had this all behind the scenes. And of course it's not what happened. So again, I'm on his side where I still, you hate to see it, man. No doubt. And and Neil, I think on the other side, I think his agent or he put this all out there into the atmosphere to get it going. I think, and again, we both don't know, but I think the way it makes the most sense. And this literally happened. This broke it like quarter after two on draft day. And at like quarter after one, Dan Plucker, our executive producer, is on the air telling us, me, Gary, and Leroy, that several teams have now called the Packers about trying to get for Aaron Rodgers. And I said on the air, hey guys, conspiracy theory, I don't know, but this sounds like an agent trying to get his guy out of Green Bay and is calling around going, hey, he don't want to be there 
I want we want you to come trade for him. That's what it sounded like. Then an hour later comes the news, indeed, that that is what was going on, that these guys were calling, and conveniently enough, they were the teams that were on his list, like San Francisco. The story goes, Shanahan calls LaFleur, says, hey, what do you think? Do you guys Would you guys consider training Rodgers? LaFleur goes, ah, don't waste your time. Guess what? John Lynch said, oh, I'm going to waste my time anyhow. We're still going to call and try and get this deal done. So for me, I think, again, don't know, it makes more sense for it to be pushed out there from Rodgers' side if he wants out of Green Bay to force their hand to try and trade him on draft night and put him in a position. Because in his mind, Rodgers' mind, I'm sure it's like, why wouldn't you take the number three overall pick from San Francisco and whatever else you can get? Or the Jets at two or whoever it was at the top of that draft to give you guys right now to move on from me. That's how you apply the pressure. I don't see the benefit of Green Bay putting that out there on draft day because all it's doing is creating a circus for themselves to deal with. They have to deal with the media all draft weekend. Rodgers, as you saw the Derby, doesn't have to deal with anybody until he wants to. Yeah. Fair point, Sparky. Much love to you, buddy. All right, take care now. That, that's how I view it. You may disagree. You may have another spin or an angle to it that makes sense to you. But in my brain, it makes the most sense for Rodgers' crew to push it out, to benefit Rodgers, than it does for the Packers' crew when these guys all had to deal with the media for three days. Like It, it made no sense why Green Bay would push that out there. None, none whatsoever. All right, take a quick time. I will come back. Rami Makhlouf and the Rami Show coming up uh, at 3 o'clock. So we've got time to squeeze a couple more calls in. If you're on hold, we'll try and get to you coming up next. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM, The Fan. Sparky's Midday Madness here on 1250 AM, The Fan and Odyssey.com station. Be sure to follow The Fan on Twitter at 1250 AM, The Fan. Follow me at Sparky Radio. Dan Plucker, he's on Twitter as well. Follow him. He's always a good uh, good follow on a Twitter Anything new and exciting coming out in your world, Dan Plucker, that we can watch for uh, on Twitter at any time, anytime soon? Uh, I don't think so. Not, okay. I mean, just more Brewers, Bucks, Packers tweets that you see normally, and then also Michigan because I write for Mason Brew. Yeah. Uh, and it's unfortunate. As uh, it as yeah. Mel Tucker, Michigan State football yes. coach, said. Uh, there's always guys like me hiding in the weeds. Hiding in the weeds. You always got to be careful of those Wolverines fans hiding in the weeds. All right, I'll get to James and Racine momentarily here. First, let me talk about my guys over at Young Express Company. We talk about so much continuing to grow. Would you like to be a part of a Christian-based family-run company? A company that's been in business for over 30 years. Why wouldn't you want to be? Currently looking to add to their sales department. John Young, great dude to work for, right? Here's what Young Express is looking for. High degree of integrity. Willing to prospect new business via phone, email, social selling. Reliable transportation. Outside sales experience in the transportation industry is required. Required. Closing, closing, I should say, and follow-up skills are a must. Now, what you can expect. Well, 40-hour work week, salary plus commissions, bonuses, and contests. Any chance there's a time there's a chance to make extra money. You got to like that, right? Expense account with generous mileage reimbursement. Existing book of business from day one. That helps you get that base of money rolling in. Health insurance, 401k with up to 3% company match. Profit sharing, big fan of that. Paid holidays, personal days, vacation days. Cell phone, tablet, and all sales and promotional materials provided to you by Young Express. Email your resume right now to my guy John Young. J Young, J, and then J-U-N-G at youngexpress.com. 
or apply at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express, success drives them. Rami Magloff and the Rami Show comes up in just a few. James and Racine, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, James? Hey, Sparky, how's it going? Good. Excellent. Hey, so I'm going to preface this with I'm a Bears fan, okay? And I am absolutely mind-blown at how many Packer fans that are calling in or that I hear from that are willing to just let Rodgers walk. Like, not do whatever the organization can do to keep Rodgers. They're all just like, oh, let the crybaby go on and, and, and move on. And I, I'm 33 years old. I've never had a Hall of Fame MVP quarterback leading my team. They don't grow on trees. I don't know if some of the Packer fans know this, but they don't. And you're just going to let him walk? The guy that was just on your show before was talking about, oh, it's more than this, it's the shield, and da-da-da. No, it's about winning games. And Rodgers wins you games. Without Rodgers, you've seen how your team is. Yeah, we don't know about Jordan Love, but that's not the point. You need to do whatever you can to keep Rodgers happy. If that's firing Gudikins, demote Gudikins to a scout, get a new GM in there, and keep Rodgers happy. Like, I don't, I don't know why. I'm just baffled that how spoiled some of these Packer fans have gotten. This is the thing, right? So at the end of the day, it comes down to this. How much power should one player have within an organization of any sport? LeBron with an NBA team, Rodgers with an NFL team. How much power should that player, much power should that player have given to him from ownership or in this case, the Packers president? It sounds like all Rodgers wants is, is to have his advice taken into account. Look at how much power Peyton Manning had. He was able to kick guys off a practice field. He was able to determine who was subbing in and subbing out and when they were. And that sounds like what kind of what Rodgers wants. It doesn't sound like he wants the overarching uh, control of the team, but he wants his, his opinions uh, to matter, as they should. He's a 16-year veteran in the league. He got a Super Bowl, and he's just coming off of an MVP season again. Gotcha. And so I, th- I think you should respect his choices, and the organization needs to as well. All right, James, thanks for the call. I do understand something here. There is a belief that Aaron Rodgers was a bigger part of the reason of why Mike McCarthy was let go. Because he wasn't a, fan of the, wasn't a fan of the coach, so they said, fine, Aaron, we'll help you. Then there was the comments that everybody denied of Mark Murphy telling Aaron Rodgers, now don't be the problem, when they brought in Matt LaFleur. So they obviously must have listened on something here or decided to break up what was Rodgers and and McCarthy to make Rodgers happy. Then, instead of doing the offense in which he wanted to run, Matt LaFleur, Rodgers decided he was going to try and hijack the offense to be more of what how he wanted the offense to be in year one. They survived. They got through. NFC Championship game, embarrassed by the Niners, fine. Year two. Now, this is when there's supposed to be a big step is year two of this offense, that little floor in the McVeigh's run, fine. He takes the big step, and it's a partnership, more so in year two than year one as far as what this offense is going to look like now that LaFleur knows the wide receivers and the offensive line and the talent that he really has after having them for a year and now understand what Rodgers wants to play with and how he wants to play. So you do all of that, and then the season ends – they ask for a restructure. According to the story, he says no. He asks for an extension. They say no. So Roger says no. They say no. That's where it ended, in my opinion. 
I mean, we can talk about Kumaro and the quarterback coach and all this other stuff. But I, I don't think that's it at all. I think he just wants proven to him that he's the guy and not Jordan Love. I think that's just what it comes down to. And if he's not going to be the guy, he's fine with it. But then let him go be the guy somewhere else. John and Nina, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness, and then we'll get to Rami Makhlouf as he tells us what's coming up on the Rami Show. Hey, man. Hey, just wanted to throw this in there. I'm just glad Rodgers has been around this long because just think of how many big games his team got boat raced. I mean, the Dayton Joneses of the world, the Nick Perrys, so many bad draft picks. Their defense is always on their heels for a decade. I'm glad he's been here this long, but here's the funny thing. Do you think anybody that's like, you know what, let him walk. If he's got this big opinion, let him walk. Have those guys Googled Randy wrong? I mean, Randy Wright or Rich Campbell? I, I just, just a question, because if this franchise goes down that road again, especially millennials, it's going to be a fun ride. You guys don't know what bad Packer football is like. I mean, we're talking about games where there was seasons where if you beat the Bears by two points, that was your Super Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. That's literally what we had for 15 years. Yeah, absolutely. So Rodgers, hey, he's a diva. Let him walk. Have those guys, have those guys Googled? Are you the same? Now, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you this. Sure. Are you the same guy that said this exact same crap after Brett Favre walked away? Um, with Favre? Eh, yeah, when Favre left, did you say the same thing, that Rodgers will never be as good as Brett, this team's going to suck for 20 years, it's horrible, it's over, they'll never win again? I wouldn't say I mean, I try to be even keel. You didn't say this then? Thing. So why are you saying this now when you didn't say it then? Because you gotta go with the you got to go with the law of averages. How are you going to bring in? How is this third quarterback just going to be? I mean, nothing against Love. I mean, he's got a he's got a rocket, and I hope obviously we all hope he pans out. But just a lot of averages. Are we banking on this guy? And we want to give him a floor of success. I get that. But the bottom line is, Rogers has given the Packers so much. You just got to ride him out. I'd rather I'd rather so win did. one more bowl if we can with Rogers than just watch you know watch a franchise potentially because you got to you got to say the numbers are. There's a better chance we we, we become a, a nine and seventeen. Uh, it could be an eighties. Can I ask you a question? What's the difference if they go nine and seven or ten and six every year with Jordan Love and losing the playoffs versus doing the same exact thing with Aaron Rodgers, losing every year in the playoffs, choking away conference championship games year in and year out, sure. and getting to one Super Bowl on the magic carpet ride year where literally they caught every break along the way that year, having all those guys hurt and on the IR. What is going to be the difference? Here it is. Last year, look what he's doing with the floor. But you got to go. But he didn't choke. He got boat raced. They were they don't, they lost by Atlanta two minutes in the game. They were already done. They got boat raced last year against the 49ers. That is not on Rodgers. That's called a bad defense and a bad G that year in a big game. Okay, well, That's as long as you're willing to give the same thing to Jordan Love, and if you go back and look at the quarterback numbers of Rodgers versus the quarterbacks that he's played in the conference championship games, I think you'll be surprised to see their numbers versus his numbers in those same games. Thanks for the call. Listen, I, I'm not sitting here trying to bash Aaron Rodgers. That's that's not what the, the, the whole point of this is. Not, not in any way, shape, or form. But I feel like this is all the same crap that I heard when Brett Favre was leaving and Aaron Rodgers was coming in and everybody was all over them. It's Oh, it's, it's going to be horrible. They're going to be just absolutely garbage now. And oh, no, now what? Guys, look, man. Everybody's just got to relax a little bit here and understand that you are more than likely going to be okay could you go back to the 70s sure but if you really believe that mark murphy when he was interviewing candidates didn't set this up to say when aaron Rodgers is done what's our plan that had to be the conversation and lafleur's offense with the way he runs it 
That was the solution that made the most sense to Murphy as to why he hired LaFleur. It wasn't about now with Rodgers. It was about after Rodgers. That's why he got the job. Because you don't need a great quarterback to run this offense to be successful. Will you win five Super Bowls? Maybe not. But you didn't win that with Brett, and you didn't win that with Aaron Rodgers either. All right, Rami's show coming up. What do you got, Rami? Uh, we will have Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus, joining Wisconsin us guy. at 4 o'clock. Like yes, him. he is. Right out of the top, you, I'm sure you heard the Terry Bradshaw comments. Yeah, we played it on the, the big Parkin- show earlier. Did you hear his con- I know you heard the Parkinson Spiegel comments. The fans are calling Rogers weak? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so people are obviously talking about that today. And Bomani Jones from ESPN, he put out a tweet. He said almost word for word what he said about John Elway in 1983. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Remember the 30 for 30? Yeah. About that draft class of quarterbacks, I was like, "That's." And I, remember, he also went at Bradshaw went after Rodgers as well with I, McCarthy and said he'd rather have McCarthy than Rodgers. I started to go down a wormhole of Terry Bradshaw comments about sure. unhappy quarterbacks, yep. and it is crazy and hypocritical. And I want so I want to talk about that in the first segment. And really, everybody, including Terry Bradshaw, thinks it's a bad look or it's out of it's out of line or crossing some sort of line that Aaron Rodgers may or may not want Brian Gutekunst fired. I personally don't see the problem, and I'm going to tell you why right after this. So you want our boss Mitch fired? I'd never do that. I don't have the sway that Aaron Rodgers does either. <laughs> <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.